0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Myth and Monsters, episode 14. It's the last day. It's actually the first, first day of day the, of the month. month. We're running a little behind. We are traveling, so uh, things are a little hectic. And a little hectic. This is not our normal background. We have a
1: lovely door behind us.
0: But, uh, yeah, this year is... Uh, it's already something. Already <laughs> something. I don't think that it's any better than 2020 was. So Yeah. Uh, but... We are going to talk about the Nain Rouge, if I pronounce that correctly. I think so.
1: Yeah, I believe so. And the Ruby All right. You
0: ready? You, yeah. You okay. go first.
1: All right. So the Nain Rouge appears as a small, childlike creature with red or black fur boots, which I just I like They have a sense of style first of all. <laughs> um, it's also said to have blazing red eyes and rotten teeth. So they need to work on their hygiene, their hygiene. but they've <laughs> got their fashion figured out um the creature is also said to have attacked the first white settler of detroit in 1701 so this dates back to the 1700s okay um and his name was antoine de la moth cadillac i'm sure i said it wrong i'm sure there's some kind of accent inflection that needs to be there but i do not know it okay um but soon after this creature attacked him he lost his fortune oh Right. So the creature is also said to have appeared on July 30th, 1763, before the Battle of the Bloody Run, where 58 British soldiers were killed by Native Americans from Chief Pontiac's tribe. The small tributary of the Detroit River, which still flows through what is now known as Elmwood Cemetery, turned red with blood for days after the battle. Oh, wow. So it's said that this Nain Rouge was seen dancing on the banks of the Detroit River as it had, like, turned red.
0: Oh, That gives me chills.
1: Right. Okay. So famous multiple sightings have occurred in the days before the 1805 fire, which destroyed most of Detroit. So basically this Nain Rouge creature is showing up before all of these horrible disasters or like horrible events. Um, And that's when he gets seen the most.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, General William Hull reported a quote unquote dwarf attack. In the fog just before his surrender of Detroit in the war of 1812. Okay. And that's like a, as I was doing this research, that's a name for it that I saw a lot was the red dwarf. And cause it's like this short childlike red creatures, so they would call it the red dwarf. Okay. Um, and so that's, that's a name that I saw for it a lot.
0: Creepy. Okay.
1: A woman claimed to have been attacked in 1884 and described the creature as resembling a baboon with a horned head, brilliant, restless eyes, and a devilish leer on its face. And then another attack was reported in 1964 of the same kind of description. Crazy. Yeah. So I just, I'm saying I don't want to be attacked by... A little red childlike creature. Mm-hmm. No matter how cool their boots are, uh-huh. uh, just, <laughs> just think I think I'll just not not want that. Uh, other sightings include the day before the 12th Street riot in 1967. So, like, relatively recent. Like, this is over centuries yeah. of time. Um, and before a huge snow and ice storm uh, of March 1976.
0: Oh wow, real recent. Yeah,
1: you were alive during that one. Yeah. When, uh, oh, and then so before that ice storm, uh, two utility workers are said to have seen what they thought was a child climbing a utility pole, which then jumped from the top of the pole and ran away as they like tried to walk up and be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. More recently, in the autumn of 1996, I was alive for this one. Mm-hmm. According to an article in the Michigan Believer, the Nain Rouge was spotted by two admittedly drunk nightclub patrons who claimed to both have heard a strange cawing sound similar to a crow coming from a small, hunched-over man who was fleeing the scene of a car burglary. The creature was described as wearing what looked like a really nasty, torn fur coat.
0: Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's like, like, I could see that being like a... I don't know, maybe a homeless person was there yeah. or something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Detroit Beer Company is a brew pub in downtown Detroit and has its signature brew, a Detroit dwarf lager, named in honor of the name Rouge. So it has like um permeated the culture there. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, uh, especially like so in 2010, a community-based movement began a tradition of a costume community parade. In the midtown and uh, Cass corridor neighborhood. So I don't know if that still goes on, but there's a parade um, that happens every year where you dress up to make it so that the name Rouge can't recognize you, so he can't be an omen for you if you if he doesn't know who you are.
0: Ah, kind of yeah, mine has a festival with, a, with oh, mine too. Right. Interesting. All right, we've yeah. got a
1: theme. A little yeah, theme. Yeah. Um. At the conclusion of the parade, an effigy of the imp was destroyed, thus banishing the evil spirit from the city uh, for another year. So each year this parade happens. Wow. Yeah. So pretty cool. The 2011 event uh, featured a parade followed by the banishment and, the, and a party in Cass Park drawing hundreds of guests. So it was a pretty popular yeah. parade
0: thing. And it and it happens every year. So it's pretty cool. And so no, have they had anything horrible happen in Detroit since then? Not that they know of. So maybe the banishment's working. That's true. However, there are people who are sympathetic towards the name
1: ruse. They're like, you know, he was probably he was here before a lot of us. Like, you know, mm-hmm. chill out. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad guy. Maybe he's warning us of things to yeah. come, yeah. as opposed to you know inciting
0: those. Yeah. things Yeah, not up. the cause of it, but trying to warn warn us. Right.
1: So yeah, but they, yeah, that's the name ruse. I didn't know that it existed before. Yeah. Uh, before this research. So how
0: neat cool. is that? Yeah. Well, mine is the rougarou, which is uh Type of werewolf, and you've already done werewolf, werewolves, so I wasn't yeah. sure if this was going to be anything. Well, I did, like, general werewolves, so. And, and this has got a Cajun twist to it, oh, so. All right, all right. So, what is it? It is similar to the werewolf. It is a legendary creature from the Laurentian French communities. Probably butch- butchered that, so sorry. Yeah. um It is spelled as R-O-U-X-G-A-R-O-U-X. Oh, cool. Or... R-U-G-A-R-O-O okay. Or r u g a r u, okay. Which the the spelling that I've seen most common is r o u g a r o u, the ruguru. Gotcha. Okay. And you see that all over the place. It comes from the word loop garou, which is actually that p is supposed to be silent because it's French. So it's the lugarou, but it's spelled loop garou, l o u p. And that is a French word. And "loup" means wolf, mm-hmm. and "guru" connotates to werewolf. It means like change, and so that "loup-guru" means a man who changes into an animal.
1: That's cool. I had actually heard that term before, uh, "loup-guru," from mm-hmm. that movie, uh, Blood, Blood and Chocolate. And chocolate. Yeah, I,
0: that made me think <laughs> of that too, which was set in France. Right, I'm pretty I sure. Think so. I think so. Such an interesting movie. Yeah. I, I love the movie. It's different than what the book was.
1: I think that, well, the movie had a more like happily ever after type ending, ending which yeah. I like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I read the book too. And I think I uh, still really enjoyed the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So it came to the U S you know, the, the French influences yeah. came to new Orleans, the Louisiana area. A lot of there were French, um, immigrants that came there and settled there. So this, this legend came with them. Mm-hmm. And so the in the U- U.S., this is a legend from the Cajun Louisiana. And the history is, so before it came to the United States in the 16th century in French history, the Rougarou was often blamed for any mishaps. So it was apparently a thing back then. Anything that went wrong. Oh, oh, it was just the rougarou. The, rougarou. the shutters okay. fell off your house. Oh, it was the rougarou. Gotcha. Kids go missing. It's the, it's rougarou. the rougarou. Okay, I got it. Um, and they even had trials for people that they accused of being these rougarous, uh, which back then was the loop loop, loop gurus right. because that was French, and just like they did the witch trials here.
1: Oh, so okay. you had
0: people saying, oh, it was them because they didn't want someone to, to right. blame themselves. So a lot of that happened over there. What does it look like? It is a human body and it has a human body in the head of a wolf or a dog. It's also said to be white as opposed to the werewolves.
1: Oh, yeah. I see.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Um, the legend is that it's said to prowl around the swamp Areas around the Greater New Orleans area. Uh, the legend passed down many times, used to frighten children into behaving. Mm-hmm. You know, don't you better do what your mom says, or the rougarou's going to come get you. Right, right. It was also used as a warning to Catholics who didn't observe Lent. Oh. Which there is a very heavy Catholic influence in Louisiana as well. Right. And so, in fact, one of the legends says that if you don't observe Lent for seven years, you become a Rubaru.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like that's an easy way to become a werewolf, but all
0: right. I know right? <laughs> no biting or in that one. Right. Another telling of the story says that the Rougarou is under a 101 day curse. And I came across this 101 day thing many, many times.
1: Oh, so it's like a big part of this.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, Unless the affected person can transfer the curse to another human being before that 101 days is over, then they would remain the Rougarou forever.
1: Wow. That's rude.
0: Uh, the curse usually comes from a local witch, sometimes a voodoo priestess. Okay. So how else do you become a Rougarou besides not practicing Lent for seven years? Right. The curse, as I said, said above and um, to get rid of that curse, you have to get someone else to cut you and draw blood. And when that person cuts you, the curse would then transfer to them, releasing you of the curse, but then they turn into the Rougarou. Cute a uh, bite or a scratch which is oh, okay. common like right. you did with the werewolves right. um one version says that you won't turn into a rougarou if the cur- if the curse if you have the curse until you eat human flesh which that reminds oh. me of the vampire diaries remember on their their werewolves um would have to die, uh, kill have something to kill they had yeah. to you had to kill take a human life right and then the curse comes right so you could actually go your whole life and never activate actually that, that curse yeah. how do you protect yourself from the Rougarou so apparently Rugaroo's can't count above 12
1: what do they I so when they change from human do they just forget numbers above 12 I don't know or do they just like physically get stopped from counting
0: and 12 I'm wondering if it's because you know there's 12 months of the year but there's actually 13 full moons so I don't know I don't know, yeah. I don't know. But this says if you place 13 pennies or rocks on your doorstep or windowsill, uh, to, you can protect your home from the Rugaroo. because when the Rugaroo tries to break into the home, it will become perplexed and keep trying to count the items. And since it doesn't know the number 13, the pennies keep the monster at bay continuously counting until it has to retreat back into the swamps upon sunrise. Wow. Along the same lines, they say you could put a colander on your doorstep because there's little holes. They keep trying to count the holes and they can't get above the number 12. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, finding all kinds of different stuff than the regular werewolf stuff. Uh, the only way to kill one is with fire. Oh, so not even like silver,
1: like you would or typically or beheading. Yeah, beheading,
0: yeah, fire. So would
1: they butt a new head or would they just like Good grab question. it and like put I don't know. it? would they have to like stitch it
0: good question frankenstein rougarou right right right? i feel like
1: that's pretty scary
0: actually (laughs) so now it's actually been embraced in pop culture there is this annual rougarou festival in oh yeah puma louisiana every year it debuted in 2012 and it takes place the weekend before halloween oh and so it preserves the myth uh it enriches that culture yeah um it you know that that whole story is going to continue to be carried on because of this pop culture festival, which actually sounds really cool.
1: Yeah, it does. And
0: I looked it up this year, this year, it's October 22nd through the 24th. Okay. If y'all want to look it up, the website is Ruga What
1: kind of festivities do they have? Do you know?
0: They have like last year's it says still under construction for this year. So oh, okay. I'm not sure with COVID. Oh, fair. But they had had all kinds of, you know, storytellings and. storytellings things like surely they've got food and right. that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe like
1: werewolf themed games or something. Maybe. And I
0: think you dress up, I think oh, that's okay, a thing. Okay,
1: yeah. Well, it, I guess if it's the Weekend for Halloween that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a costume party.
0: That'd be fun to go. Nice. I'd love to go check yeah, it out. That'd be cool. We might have to go and zo- zoom from there. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um the Audubon Zoo in New Orleans has a Rougarou exhibit which includes a statue of the creature and all of its swampy glory. That's pretty cool. Mhm. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans sports team had originally thought about changing their name from the Hornets to the Rougarous at one point.
1: I think that would be neat, actually. I think so,
0: too. And then and Supernatural, which, of course, is one of my favorite shows. There yeah. was a Rougarou episode where Sam and Dean had to go towards this meat-eating creature. Um, and the you remember, it was this dad. And he started wanting to eat the raw hamburger meat. You remember no, that In the refrigerator? It was very disturbing, but he was in the early stages of changing into a Rougarou. And of course, Sam is always one of those that says, well, maybe if it's not triggered, you know, he'll be away. okay. Yeah. And Dean's like, kill them, kill them all. Oh, wow. So um, yeah, that was a good one. So it was actually the Rougarou in that one. Okay. And then I came up with two actual sightings, alleged actual sightings. Alleged actual sightings. One is a tale that involves a married couple and the wife wandered into the woods and locked eyes with the Rougarou. And this way it broke the spell of the Rougarou and he turned back into human form right then.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And then she couldn't tell anybody for 101 days. She had to keep it Mm. secret because she would have turned into a Rougarou if she had told anybody, but she was able to tell people after 101 days and her spell was lifted.
1: Interesting.
0: That's supposedly a true story. Okay. And then someone else said that their grandfather was returning home when he was approached by a mad dog. And when he pulled out a pocket knife and cut the dog, the animal turned it back into a man and, and ran off.
1: What a crazy story. Can I know. you imagine just like walking around and then you've got like a pocket knife to defend yourself and then it just turns into a person? I know. That's, That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well, neat. Yeah, I like both of those stories. I I had
0: never heard of the name name Rouge. Rouge.
1: I feel like I had heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. And so, like, doing research on it was really cool because, like, I'd heard Nain Rouge. I feel like I, you know, I always scroll, like, myths and legends. Just... Where did
0: that name come from, Nain Rouge? Oh, that's
1: a good question. I yeah, don't know. Because
0: I'm trying to figure out if it's in a Native American tongue or if it's. No, it's French. Oh, it is French. It is also. So, yeah. we did, we both, we, we did both have a theme. We both did French. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Kind of cool. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, you. That was thank our, you. our episode. I'm going to get this posted right now because it should have come out. Last yesterday night last yesterday. Well, yeah yeah yes, yesterday yeah. <laughs> so it's just a day late um happy mayday happy mayday yeah mayday mayday all right see you next time thanks guys